All right, so we are back. So last week, uh, the group decided to um, head into uh, the the mines, basically the veins of the earth, um, and they are traveling now, trying to find the entrance to an old dwarven mine. Um, they ran across several really weird, kind of unusual and un-unique, um, uh, I guess would be a better word for it, um, kind of different spots. So, uh, when we last left, we were in a, uh, like a gargantuan cavern. have anything for me? Uh, huh? I think just the... Uh, what we were talking about in the text chat earlier is making a more concerted effort to try to like head in the direction we know the mines to be rather than bopping against things in the dark and dying. It's a possibility. Would be all I would say. Yeah. Okay. And so both of our dwarves, Thorin and Thondon, are not here tonight. It's possible Thondon will show. Uh, Thorin looks like he's out for the night. So. Um, in game, what I'm going to say is that they both volunteer to take the two dwarf bodies back because that was a big thing. So we'll just slightly edit it, and if they show up, then they're they're back by by miracle, and that's the way it is. Oh, uh, so they get a miracle, but I don't get another one. You got one already. <laughs> uh, you got you got your miracle. So. <clears throat> So since they will be uh, out for this session, I'm just going to go ahead and move them for now up into the reserve section. So I have my things so I can do walking order. And I will go back and take you guys to the cave map. All right. So... So to, to recap where we had been, um, this here. is, yeah, we're, we're right here, which is where the uh, um, Beholder's Nest was, and it's like the Crystal Cave, and we just lost two of our boys, and it's very sad. Mm -hmm. um, this is the room that's like the blackened demon skeleton thing. Ish, yeah. Uh, this is where Arnie got his, his sweet evil pearl slash Cthulhu oh, monster. Correct. And there were holes going downward here at the bottom of two, mm -hmm. and then here at the bottom of three, and also a way up in three. It's not up, it is, uh, yes, I'm sorry, it is. It, it's an up, so it's a, it's a climb, so it's a going up into, um, like, a whatchamacallit, into a passage, and then moving up. So the, the way this map reads is, like, if it's coming out of the, the corners, it's an up-down. If it's coming out of a flat face, it's a, it's a lateral move. So the two lines that are drawn across the top and the bottom are supposed to represent the top and the bottom of the cave, and then the others are the cardinal direction, so north, south, east, west. Yeah. It's north to the top right, presumably? Yes. yes. Okay. So that is north. This would be south. So. East, west. 
Oh, I can't draw up there because there's uh, darkness. So never mind. Oops. <laughs> I will reveal your drawing. Oh, thank you. In. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> So generally, we believe the mine that we are trying to like get back to the dwarf mine that was collapsed the entrance and the, that the big bad is presumably down is to the east somewhere. Yeah, it should be theoretically on this kind of two-dimensional representation of three dimensions, which is kind of rough. Uh, it would be on the right side of the, of the map. But I will say that the dwarves can easily tell you that caves double back on themselves. Caves, you know, have long exits that spiral. They have chimneys. They have all sorts of things. So th that is by far your best bet is to head that direction. But um, it's not a guarantee. So when we had been talking last week, guys, I know that uh, I think we were intending to head down this one before all the tragedy hit. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you want to you want to just pick up from there and kind of we'll, we'll be quick about it and not dally too much. Sounds like a plan. Put me in, coach. Okay, so you guys are trying to head back towards the one that is labeled two. Is that uh huh. Because you're in the exclamation point right now. So, yes, carefully moving back the way we came toward two, uh, obviously now keeping an eye above us for beaky, brainy dangers, as well as any others that may, may come upon us. All right. So let me go ahead and... So you're moving back. You were about halfway into this um, gigantic cavern um, that's here. Maybe not even halfway. You guys are really only maybe about a third to a quarter of the way now. Um, but <laughs> never know if they're good or bad. <laughs> yeah, really. Alright, so you guys start backtracking. And um, it's going to take you a few. It takes you about an hour to get back to two. Um, between it takes about twenty minutes to get back to the uh, the entrance of the, the kind of tunnel um, that will take you over to two, and then the tunnel takes about a half hour to walk through um, at a at a decent you know at a uh, a rate that's reasonable for for the, the two or the So you're able to, to go through that. Let's see. So now it is. So <clears throat> you continue on. Um, and so now you're looking to go down. So you're looking to descend. So the descent is a squeeze again. So you're going to have to really, like, it's not a chimney, but a squeeze. Like, you have to turn sideways, kind of, and kind of 
push your way down um, through it um, and get through the, the squeeze portion of it. So <clears throat> you've got to like kind of hold your breath, but it's also a climb down at the same time. Um, so there's not really the opportunity so much to fall, um, but you could twist an ankle, you could break something, like break a limb going down this way. Um, everyone give me a roll. Uh, give me a d6 roll. Um, um, you want to get a 1 through 4. A 5 or 6 is not going to be your friend. So, are we... Oh. <laughs> ah, no! Yeah, yeah. Right in the middle. Um, are we able to improve our odds at all by excessive use of rope, pythons, all that kind of good stuff that we brought with us, perhaps? I'm assuming you're using that. Okay, that, I just... It would be a lot fine. worse if you if you had right. not. Well, I did my best, Gage. Sorry. Didn't you get some kind of arbitrary bonus last time, Gage, for something? Yeah, it got did? me up to four. Okay. All right. yeah. well, I, I tried my best for you. Because it's a squeeze. Yeah. It's, a little, it's a little different. Alright, so... Um, go ahead and roll a d20 for me, um, Horus. Oh, dear. Okay. So, 12. <laughs> Compare that to all of your stats. Um, if 12 is above any of your stats, tell me which one they are. Con. That's the only one? Yeah. I have really good stats. So as you're on your way down, you're you're clunking through with your big armor and everything like that. What is it? Um, as you're walking, you loosen kind of like one of the um, the what call it the, the pieces of rock, and when you slip, you like crack the side of your head, even though it's in a helmet, but it's still cracked pretty hard. So you take two points of damage on. Okay. Are you okay, Horace? Uh, I assume so. <laughs> nope. It sounded like a bell ringing. <laughs> it wasn't the the worst thing in the world. Oh, this is another large one, isn't it? Pretty big. Uh, this is the yeah. pretty much the second biggest cave that you've been in, um, so far. I suggest we don't walk in the open this time. Let's uh, maybe stick to the walls. Or sure cover. Mm-hmm. So, as you're in here, um, the dwarves all are taking a look around. And you can tell that they feel uncomfortable. It looks like a perfectly natural cavern nothing special about it at all just a general like if you went into the dictionary and put cave it's big i'm talking it's probably 
you know, all together the size of like a maybe like a five story building um, ish, um, you know, maybe five story building laying on its side. It's got a bunch of rocks and everything, and you can tell that all of them to a dwarf are feeling very uncomfortable. Griff, is uh, there? Yeah. What's going on? Something's not right. And like you see him like looking at the walls, and all of them are kind of like it's like they're poking at the walls. They're like, something's not right with this. Uh Please tell me that we didn't just walk into, like, the cave variation of the house hunter. I was thinking that we're in something stomach somehow, but you never know. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, a house hunter. Yeah. Uh, can, I mean... He starts, like, poking at it a little bit. Uh, do you want a pickaxe to see if you can actually do something to it? Let's, uh, let's maybe... If we assume something's off, maybe best that we move here through here quickly. No. Uh, yeah, pro something. Probably. If, it, if we are trapped in something's stomach, stabbing it will not help us. And if we aren't trapped in something's stomach, stabbing it also won't help us. He's like, he's like, yeah. shakes his head. Uh. He's like, this just doesn't feel right. And he's like, "Hey, brothers," and they all look and they're like. They just all nod in unison, but they don't say a word. They're like, something just doesn't feel right. Ah, uh, that... Uh, something are there... He'll, he'll, he'll tell you, he's like, it's something with the rock. Ah. Uh, let's, uh... Are there any, like, pebbles on the ground or anything, like, or is it, like, completely, like, all part of the same stone? Um, good observation. You would expect in a place like this that there would be at least a little bit of, like, pebbles and chunks of rock and things on the ground. Just a little bit of that. But it's, it's smooth, but it still looks natural and I put that in quotes um there's something very um something very artificial about it Vance I think um, we're in something stomach are we uh I'm starting to get maybe the impression Ryan that this is like some sort of like, if somebody were to project the illusion of what they think a cave would look like, but don't oh. really know the details correctly. And so it looks like the dictionary definition of a cave, except for these couple little things that a real cave would have. Um, is there on. a way I can detect whether we're under the influence of illusory magic or something like that? Let me let me just cast... Let me just see if I can cast Bless Rune real quick. Well, if I can do it for free... Without uh, yeah, using fair. Spell. Not to take fair. the wind out of your sails. If I fail, <laughs> we might want to be money. Because yours yeah. is going to be more powerful than anything that Vance has. If, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a saving throw for you, Vance. You're not going to know the result, but I will tell you the, you know, I'll tell you, you know, the end product. So give fair. me a second. 
What is your save for spell? And you can add your wisdom bonus. Um, if we are not, I don't imagine that the displacer cloak adds so be uh, 15 base with two wisdom, so 13. So you're looking and you're looking around like it looks like it's here. You your theory doesn't feel off, but you don't think that this is illusory magic. Ah. Uh. Well, uh if it's not illusory magic. Oh. Chris! He just comes like tumbling down the chute right after us. Fuck! <laughs> 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 yeah, but, uh, Tawar War wouldn't work if, uh, it's not an illusion. I still feel like there's. there's something in that thread there um have we so as we're examining the room ryan um are we able are there exits is this just like this is it this is the the big empty not quite a cave room so it looks like you can go um north out of it or you can continue to go down but it looks like the down area like there's a cave entrance there that you could theoretically drop down but it's it's a breakdown. Like it looks like the cavern's been filled with rubble. Like it's collapsed, and you would have to dig out the rocks to get into that, like the tunnel that's going to lead you somewhere. Um, I'll, Vance will try. Like as everyone is sort of scouting the room and feeling uneasy, um, I'll try the revelation of secrets, uh, just to see if I can detect. Um, Hidden objects, compartments, or doors. Uh, there's like a 0% chance of success, but you never know. You never know. Give it a shot. Nope. Big ol' zero. So that is not successful. I really, uh, you so, know, you think I would have upgraded this charm by now, but I never seem to get around to it. But I will say that it gives you this. The reason it doesn't reveal that there's secrets around you is because it's it's like the you know the Ghostbusters the PKE meter, it's going off the chart like your little like dousing rod or whatever you use for your revelation of secrets, it can't lock onto anything because everything seems off. Oh, oh my! Should we go back up? Because <laughs> I'm not. There's an exit this way, right? Correct. It's another squeeze. You would have to, you know, turn sideways and walk through it in a very cramped condition, but you can definitely get there. Let's see. I'd say, yeah, let's go this way. Let's do it. That's one vote for and nobody else saying anything. Yeah, so sure. Why not? Real quick, Chris, are you here? I don't, I don't yeah, know. I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? I, no, I, All right. I, not until now. I haven't heard you, so I just want to make sure that your mic and everything was working. All right, so we're gonna we'll we'll retcon and say only Thondon or uh, Thorin Oakenshield took the dwarves back. 
So Thondon's here. So you guys, uh, real quick to catch up, Chris, all you did is go back to this area here too, and then descend down into here. And you come into a cave. Now you're a dwarf, so I can give you a better explanation. When you come into this room, it makes you feel almost queasy. Um, Something's just not right about it. The stone looks, everything looks like a cave, like a cave should look. This is your textbook cave, but it doesn't feel natural. Like something, the rock just isn't right. And it gives a very, I don't know, hollow experience. Um, You know, the dwarves have a deep connection with the stone and something about this stone doesn't feel right. Our working theory, Chris, was that it's like somebody uh, trying to imagine what a cave looks like, but they don't actually really know because they haven't been in one. And so they got most of the details because they saw a really good picture once, but like they're missing some of the stuff that a natural cave would have. Yeah, uh, I asked if there were any like any rubble on the ground or pebbles or anything, but it's completely smooth. Uh, what I was going to do next is just we're all in armor right Uh, like none of us are just touching it with our bare skin right it it, no i don't think so uh could i just like gently tap gore skull against the wall okay you ting 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 the nothing happens hold on yeah the uh when you hit it the stone flakes off and there's something metallic underneath it just under the surface like maybe quarter inch something like that but it looks like it's metal uh hey guys there's metal behind the stone a lot of it (laughs) Um, I would not like to uh, stay in here for too much longer. I think it's a trap. Uh, Breath, all of you guys, do you, have you ever seen something like this? Arnie, real quick, um, Careless Whisper is in your head, and she's like, I taste the darkness here. Those that come from the deep, this is their home. Oh, the beautiful darkness. I Uh long to be with that darkness. Hey, so uh, we should probably stay here, guys. Uh... (laughs) I feel like eventually that sword is going to get your body. Well, if you guys want to find out, we can find out. But uh, you know what happens before before finding out. Chorus. The other thing that starts with an F. The light on your helmet goes out. Uh, I'm yeah. going to bring out a light dot. So it's time to go, guys. And yeah, let's let's leave. I'm going to try to bring out a light shot and like move back. So. When you bring up the light, um, like, shot, when you're, like, pulling it out, 
like the darkness it it doesn't act like normal darkness when you like pull it out it retreats slower than normal like when you move the light out it's like the darkness in the cave is pushing back and for the briefest second as you're holding the light you could swear that you saw like a face in the darkness but it disappeared like two seconds later it's completely pale like completely like white with white hair and like um sharp kind of lamprey like teeth um and it it kind of gives a and like it, it disappears but then again it might not have been there guys we need to we need to go yep let's yeah. uh, let, let's let's make our way north <laughs> Real though, I can tell you what kind of metal it is if we if we're that curious, but we we should probably just go. Yeah, let let's leave. Also, Ryan, as we're moving away, does my lamp, like my headlamp, come back on? No. Oh, so it it's just it's just gone. Yep. You gotta like blink it a little bit, jiggle the light bulb. <laughs> no, I mean that that was continual light from. An emissary of Vulcan. Which is why we're we're moving away. <laughs> yeah, north. I'm guessing, guys. I with alacrity. Yeah, let's let's leave. Okay, so you guys start moving towards that that north exit to start squeezing through. Are you guys still going to be in the marching order that you see here, like that I'm showing? Uh, I would recommend putting one of the heavy hitters on, like, get eaten by the evil thing duty in the back of the line. You mean one of the dwarves? So, yeah. yeah, so either either Brith or, um, or Sondon, I would suspect. <laughs> uh... Uh, okay. Whoever whoever's going to be in the back, I'm going to give them the bag of like I'm going to give them the bag of light shots, like three light shots, and just put the other one in my uh in my headlamp so that I still have a headlamp light. Okay. Brith will Brith will take it and yeah, you can replace basically the 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 stone in essence that you know, on your headlamp uh with a new one. Query, real quick. Nobody else saw the spooky white face thing, just, uh... Just him. Just Horus. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, before we, like, as we're, as we're leaving, I'm just gonna say, there was a face in the darkness, I don't like that, we're leaving. Can you, can you describe it? What did you see? Uh, very jagged teeth and white hair. Let's see, I wrote down the Great Devourer. Let's see. Ryan, I, the best way to describe it is Smeagol with hair, right? Um, the best way I know to describe it, granted this reference, I don't know how good it is, is if anyone saw Stargate Atlantis, the Wraith? 
that are in Stargate Atlantis, a lot like them. I think I saw the first one, but but not any of the. Okay, nice, nice. Hmm. Okay. Spoopy. Oh. Yeah, oh, those. Terrible. Okay. Yeah, if you look up, if you Google Stargate Wraith, they kind of look like them. Just imagine they had like nastier teeth. Um, oh. I know we're in in Buku crazy upside down evil world, but that's nothing that would jog either Vance's memory or the the dwarves that description. No. So we will assume that this is not the ancestral evil we have come to fight, and rather just an adjacent evil inconveniently in our way. It's up to yeah. you. Yeah. You can decide what you what you like. Alright, so it may be a part of the ancestral evil. It's true. Uh I still think kind of getting our backs to something and and not in their big evil microwave room is probably the way to go. Um and... so I that is a key, yes. Careless I mean, we're going to call this one a microwave. <laughs> Careless Whisper tells you that these are the... She says that she wishes to remain with the ones who come from the place of darkness. Ryan, how long does it take to activate a wand? It's just an action, right? Yeah, just an action. Um, what metal is behind the wall here? I will use the wand of metal detection. It is... The wand... Uh, so, I'm not sure how the wand would theoretically tell you what it is. So... I'm going to assume that basically you use the wand and it basically just like the idea of the metal comes into your brain. I, I, I think oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, when you do that, you get um, like a word that you've never heard of in a, and a tongue that is un, that is almost unpronounceable for you. Um, so all it is, is, it's just kind of like guttural noises, like is like kind of what you get in your brain. Can, you, can I get that phonetically, though? or <laughs> <laughs> Just put cough, cough, cough. Yeah, grabble, Thonyar! Okay. I so, feel like uh... you should just ask the dwarves, like, what... <laughs> is I'm, I'm looking for it on the periodic table here I think it's next to polonium yeah it's <laughs> next to unattainium yeah uh friends so, um, so as are we leaving this uh place yeah we're, we're booking it yeah. because the darkness is fighting back against the light shots like it's trying to get towards us when we're in the next area, we can talk about it a little more. So, yes, to the, the crevasse. Okay. So As we're going, Arnie wants to drop, in air quotes, uh, careless whisper. Okay. You hear jingling ding. Um, you're like, what, third row. So, Vance, Horace, um, you both see, like, careless whisper appear on the ground. 
Uh, Arnie? Uh, Arnie, are you okay? Did it finally kill him? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, uh, it wants to be here, so. What do you, what do you mean it wants to be here? I am simply a doer of what the voices tell me to do, so. Whatever the voices say, I do it. Uh, Arnie, are uh, you telling me that thing is alive? Oh, it's definitely sentient. It's, it's been talking to me for a while. And we're like smushed up, like cheek to cheek in a crevasse. Like. <laughs> no, you guys are entering the crevasse. So right now, Thondon and Grum basically are kind of like starting the, the thing in. But, you know, it takes a little while just to even get a few feet in this thing. Uh, so, you know, you guys are kind of bottlenecked as this is going. And Arnie kind of drops it, and then you hear him talking to you. He's just like, yeah, of course the sword talks to me, and, uh, you know, it wants to stay here. This is the most Arnie thing ever, because Arnie does listen to anyone. Like, if anyone tells us, he's like, yeah, I believe that. I'll go look. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yes. Oh, this is... <laughs> She's like... You hear in your head, Arnie, like, Careless Whisper tells you, like, she's like, Arnie, quickly, push me into the darkness. Don't go into it, though. Yeah, I, f I follow that. So you just, like, <laughs> you see Arnie, granted, you can't see Arnie, yep. but the sword just kind of, like, slides across the ground into the darkness, and you distinctly hear something pick it up, like the scrape of the bottom against the bottom of the stone. Arnie, you just gave it a living weapon. You're what are you doing? You're thinking about this the wrong way. How about instead, our friend Arnie is no longer under thrall to an evil sword? That's, that's what I was thinking. Another <laughs> thing, we just gave an evil sword to another evil, and they can now talk to each other. How do you know it's evil? Just because it looks like that, that's racist. That's an assumption. It's a just... talking sword that so, wanted as... to be one with the darkness. Uh, I think it's it, a fair assumption. As it picks up the sword, I want to say, serve it well. As like just a voice in the darkness, if it can't see me. Careless whisper comes back to your head. It's faint. It's like she's at a distance, but you hear like, "Thank you, Arnie. <laughs> you brave, brave soul." She's like, "They will allow you to leave here unharmed now, but don't come back. They will drag you into the dream world, and they will make you a nightmare. Don't come." And then it just ends. Well, uh, we have some, uh, we need to find a psychiatrist or something. Good play, Arnie. I yeah, like I'd it. like to, uh, I'd like to relay that to the group. Okay. We, uh, we should go then. Yeah. Let's, let's stay out of V if so, we can. So Arnie, do you guys want to go back up? bought you passage in essence. Right. So that the question is is then begged then like 
we can go this way, but we don't know if it leads out, and if we have to come back, then we're boned. Or we can go back up the zigzag. Well, at this uh, point, you're, you know, you're probably, yeah, you're probably 10 or 15 minutes from the zigzag going up. You would have to go back in. Okay. Yeah, we'd well, have then. to go back into the darkness. Boldly forward. That's what I meant to say is no turning back. Bravery. <laughs> Just be all, be all you can be. It's a league, half a league, half a league onward. All right, so. All right, so this squeeze takes a little over an hour for you to go through. Secretly the way we wanted to go the whole time. <laughs> oh, just kidding, damn. <laughs> sort of. Ish. Oh it's oh it's tiny. It's that's it's tiny. Oh no, it's tiny. Fine. When it's big, you're like, oh no, it's big. When it's tiny, you're like, oh no, it's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well, yeah, when, no. it, when it's medium sized. It's like, okay, sure, that that's a normal cave. But when it's tiny, that means if there's something in there, we're going to fight it immediately. So it is a very tiny cave. It's probably... First off, it's not the so much a cave. Well, it is a cave, but it's also more than a cave. So as you kind of come to the entrance... Um, in the be, let's see, who would be the first one? It would be Thondon, basically. Uh, that would be the first person. So Thondon, as you're like going through this squeeze, and you're kind of shuffling side to side as you kind of go through, you come to what appears to be a circular opening, but lining the entire opening is different types of fungal growth. Tons and tons of, like, kind of mushrooms and fungal growth of all types that are there. And it basically forms kind of a... I mean this in the doorway thing, but it's going to sound funny. A sphincter-like um, thing, like, where it kind of, like, kaleidoscopes in on itself. And if you were to... to if you want to go into the cave, you literally have to, like, push into the, the fungal growth. Okay. I mean, it's still a tight squeeze, I assume, right? It's a it, yeah, it's a tight squeeze, but I'm talking it opens up a little bit once you're you kind of get into the fungal growth. Um, but yeah, it, there's a bunch of like, kind of, um, you know, just all these blooms basically all around. So as you kind of push your way in, it's kind of like you know you're you're parting it and kind of going in. You kind of almost trip, but it, you like fall into this kind of foamy mass, um, and you feel it actually kind of tremble a little bit underneath you as you you get into it. And then the 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 entrance that you came through slowly starts to like you know kind of fungal growth back into um, like a blockage, and then you you see Grum kind of. You know, the mohawk starts coming through like the thing, and it starts opening ever so much. 
and as he's coming into the room too and every person that comes into the room the thing starts quivering a little bit more so is there as we approach from like the tunnel side of the fungal sphincter um is there enough room to like do something before we climb through it or we basically have to be birthed into the fungus essential um and what i would like to do is is get everybody to mask up with some of this clean linen cloth that i have so fungus means spores and spores means tpk yeah spores means horus dying on the floor next to a clock so i don't think that's going to happen but you never know what can get inside your lungs and grow and turn into like a fungus monster three sessions from now he's got a point so as you guys kind of continue in you guys have masked up now so pretty much arnie back has uh, a linen cloth mask i assume yeah i would wet him with i got some clean water so yeah a little bit of water so that's something you can do while you're kind of squeezed you can kind of pass it overhead and stuff to each other i'm okay with that um you you kind of do that and you kind of birth yourself into the room um and like i said the the room kind of shimmers the room's basically just about big enough for all of you to get into um it has a chimney going out the top so that you would have to theoretically climb out of here um but the chimney is covered up with this fungal growth as well i suppose i can identify the uh species or (laughs) it's several species of fungus it's, it's definitely not just one. Yeah. Are they any, like, fungi that are bad? Um, not that anyone recognizes, uh, but you're, all of y'all are not, like, fungal experts. Is it the one that tried to kill me before? It's not a, it's not a, what is it, a, a yellow mold, no. Otherwise, it would have uh, right. popped already. You guys thinking we should uh, just try and move through? Maybe move up top or down low. Uh, hold hold on. It's it's fungus, right? Yeah, fungus. Uh, if I if I like push a chisel through it and just start, could I just scrape it off the wall? If you want, like, you can try off the entrance. If you want to, you can try. Uh, should I like? before we try to go in well we're already in right you we had to i like... mean like uh, i mean like in the chimney oh so that we're not in a cramped area trying to how, how tall is the room right like how how high up is the the chimney sphincter uh probably 10 to 12 feet depending on how thick the fungus is you're not you're not 100 percent sure on that but yeah 10 to 12 feet Well, there's always the old ten foot pole. Uh wait, yeah, how are we gonna get to this chimney? Grapple. Rope. Uh uh reading through water rocket. I mean we can 
levitating Wait. boots. I mean, we got all kinds of answers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair. Okay, yeah. That, yeah, I get that. Okay. Well, I think uh, poking it is probably the, the place to naturally start, rather than just launching upward and, and starting to wade through it. Yeah. Okay, so you poke it, and um, it kind of reacts like mushrooms do. Like, you poke it, and it kind of just wiggles. But if you kind of, like, jam it, it, it will go through um, into, like, what appears to be, like, an, an open recess, you know, that theoretically you could get to. You know, someone could stand on someone's shoulders, and you'd be able to, to kind of get up there and, like, pull up. Barney, do you want to levitate up through there, invisible, and throw us a rope down? Oh, yeah, definitely. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. So Arnie levitates up and kind of pushes his way through. Um, you're able to attach a rope there um, <clears throat> and drop it down for everyone. The big thing is, right. as Arnie is kind of cresting through it, the fungal growth kind of, like I said, it, it seems to pull back a little bit, and it starts to drip like um, like a blood red substance. Not a lot. Not like it's just like gushing. This isn't the shining or anything like that. But a few drops basically of this like reddish substance um, start dripping from the orifice. They land on the uh, fungus at our feet. Yes. Yes. In essence. I will dust it with uh, a little bit of the old um, soda ash and wait for it to bubble and therefore confirm that it is a strong acid. You dust it. It does not come back as an acid. Well then. Uh, I think it's blood. Could be. I Arnie, think... are, you, are you okay up there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, could you guys come through and uh, see if you can make it? Uh, can you get the rope? Or what's up? It's a little problem. Um... You know what? Hold on. Uh, let me let me just uh, take uh, like my chisel and uh, uh, like from as much distance as I can get from the chisel to my head, just like slowly push it, like, into the fungus in the wall. Okay. Um, like, to, uh, see what happens. So, that red liquid starts, like, falling out of it, and the entire room starts shimmering, or, or shaking, basically, a lot. Ah. Uh, we need to go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, I think we're in a stomach. Yeah, maybe not a stomach, but a large body, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think up the ladder with extra emphasis on, like, pulling Vance's cloak over so he doesn't get any goop on him. Okay. <laughs> so everyone's able to, to do, uh, to, to make it up. Um, so you go into a chimney. Um, so everyone's doing a climb here. So everyone give me a d6 roll. You want to get a 1 through a 4? Ryan, how much rope did we use to descend 5? Oh, come on! 5, you didn't need to use rope because it was such a, a tight squeeze. 
You could just rock climb down. So we have three of them. Call it. <laughs> is is this? Is, are you what? actually serious with this again? <laughs> Big ol' oop. Oh, ouch! I'm, I was too busy trying to squanch up and, and not get the juice on me that I, I slipped and fell directly into the juice. Wait, oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, God, we need to go back through five. Oh, we're definitely not going that way. We got oh. this one. We're gonna have to go back to the massive cave. Or well, oh yeah, or we could go up. Let's try and see where we came from. Both. Um, Gage and Billy, please roll a d20 for me and compare it versus your stats. I don't want to do it. Wait, what about Arnie? Did Arnie roll? Arnie levitated. Arnie levitated. Oh, well, he's... Yeah, Arnie levitates. That actually gives him an advantage. And Arnie's uh, a pretty natural climber, but... Yeah. Uh. So low is good on this one, I take it. Uh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like a two coming on. It's going to be great. See? Thanks. Okay, that's good. So, Ryan, how screwed am I? Um, it could be pretty bad. Um, only one stat is equal to that. Which stat? Charisma. Of course, now I'm rolling high. The dice will always betray you in the end. They are not your friends. Uh-huh. Okay. So... You get about halfway up. So, and Horace, you're, yeah, you're, you're towards the rear. And you get to a point where you get stuck. And you can't move forward. Ah, crap. Ah, crap. Okay, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't hear your grinding behind me. What's wrong? Uh, I'm stuck. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, crap. Uh, do I have to, like, take off something to get through? Theoretically, you could probably ditch your plates, and you would be able to make it through. Ah, uh. The forge frame, really? <sighs> or you can forge your way around the other way. What do you mean the other way? You mean back through five? Yep. What um what material is this tunnel made of? It's rock. Okay, so not sandstone. <laughs> no. So you're saying there there's no way that I could just take out my chisel and like just chisel out a little bit of a bigger opening you could theoretically do that it's just going to take a lot of time right now this is taking you almost two hours to get through this squeeze oh uh, Vance has a crowbar 
He's got a rigor's axe uh, where there's a lever and a will, there's a way. Um, he can assist Horus. Uh, Vance doesn't care about the Forge Father's medal. It can be beat back. That's what that's what smiths are for. Um, you know, armor gets hurt. So if uh, he has to rearrange a pauldron here or there and... Oh, no, uh, the armor is... Like, I don't have the armor on. Yeah, like, it's in his backpack. I'm carrying the armor. Yeah. I'm carrying the armor. Well, then. Of course, just hand me up one plate at a time. We can do it as a as a, a bucket brigade. Come on. That is an amazing idea. Thank you for that. Uh, okay. Can I do that, Ryan? That's fine. Um, you guys yeah. are going to spend like a, an extra probably 30, 40 minutes doing this. To kind of get uh, it. Well, I don't know that it needs to take that long. If we're all in the tunnel together and there's, you know... I don't know, 40 pieces of plate and everybody carries four, we should be able to squeeze up. Ten yeah, minutes. But it's just passing it up and things like that. Um, all right, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. I'll do 20. 20 minutes. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'll cut this back. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> all right, then. My next okay. idea was to use the decanter of endless water like a rocket to force you through. I think this is better. <laughs> so you guys make it back to this area. What is the plan now? Y'all are starting to get oh. pretty darn tired. Yeah, how high is the water in here? Oh, the water has receded. There's no water in here. Ah, Uh, yeah, it's been several. I mean, probably the better part of a day and most of it climbing. Yeah. Where are we going, for that matter? Yeah, where where did they say the direction that go was? So east, generally. Ah. But again, okay, this is well. like... So, you know, down toward this way, except this is also in addition to being east on the map, like four levels down. Mm hmm. Do you so, want to go up? Here? Well, we have, two, we have two options. There's this, and then there's also this other path over here where we were we were headed before we got attacked by the the Grinnell or whatever, the Gren. I don't remember what they're called. Uh -huh. Or we go Grinnell. to the Nightmare Realm. I really feel like, I mean, last resort, Nightmare Realm. Yeah. So, lowest hanging fruit, usually the tastiest. Uh-huh. So, by lowest hanging fruit, you mean? Up through the roof of three okay. here, this guy. So all it is is you just have to get up into a tunnel, um, and then once you're in the tunnel, it's just a walking tunnel. So nice. you, you can walk down it. Uh, but it will cost you your rope, or at least it'll cost 20 feet of rope uh, okay. to, get to, to get through the ceiling, and you start Dollar climbing. Five. So just the rope from the Borven Brotherhood, we have 2.5 50-foot ropes remaining. Uh. 
So as you're walking and making your way um, through this, once you get about an hour into this, and like I said, it's going to take a little over an hour, each of these numbers, that's how many turns it takes to get through that passageway. Oh, wow. So um, once you're about an hour in, um, you start hearing like a... I don't know how well that's coming in over the microphone uh, or how good my, my skills are, but... Uh, water? It does sound like like running water. And as uh. you get closer and closer, um, it gets louder and louder. Um, and then you start noticing that the rock and everything starts getting wetter and a, you know a little bit of moisture in the air. And then as you move on, there's little droplets and little precipitation that's kind of coming off of the, uh, the roof, basically, the ceiling. And when you get to, like, the cave entrance um, and you step out into it, it's really, really big. But it's also kind of like a Niagara Falls waterfall that's there. Like, going off the edge. Like, just some giant ass waterfall that it is there. But it is so loud that you can't even talk to each other um, because it's that loud in this thing. With the cave and everything like that and the echoing, it is roaring loud in this cave. And you can't even speak. You, you can't even, like, even if you get right up next to each other and, like, you're yelling in each other's ear, it's like the worst nightclub you've ever been in. Uh, all the more reason to keep eyes super peeled to make sure we're not about to get, to get eaten by spiders or something. If we can give the, the gigantic cave a once-over as best we can. So, the cave, you're... The only thing you can really make out is kind of this waterfall, and when you shine your light, the light doesn't go far enough out for you to see the other side, and it doesn't go far enough down for you to see how deep it goes, how deep the, the water is, or the, the drop. So are we on like a little ledge? In essence, yes. You're at the top of a waterfall on the side of it. Well, there's always the, uh, you know, drop the little glowy bit down the hole and see how far it goes trick. Yeah, you want to just drop... Oh, yeah. Uh... Hey, uh, Brith, you mind if I take those, uh, light shots back real quick? You can't talk to each other. Oh, yeah. You just gave them the one. You have a handful, I think, right? No, no, I gave him the bag of them. Oh. You, can, you can hand gesture to him, though, and be like, point at the bag and, like, do, you know, the give me motion. And he'll, like, look yeah. down, like, oh, yeah. And he'll hand it over to you. Yeah, I'm going to take one of the light shots out and just drop it down because we can see, like, a light that bright going down, can't we? Yep. All right. You would, so you kind of see it, and it's falling and falling and falling. It's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about a 100-foot descent. A very high-pressured water. That's great. You can th um, you theoretically could tie rope off and like uh, abscend down next to the waterfall, but it's 
it's a really tricky um it's really a tricky uh descent and there's there doesn't appear to be any place for you to kind of like stop in the middle and um it's very wet and it is not like great conditions for for a descent but you know you definitely see the the, the glowing thing at the bottom and it's down there and there is like stuff down at the bottom as it kind of gets washed out because you can see it going by like um, in essence it forms kind of a river down there um, and you can kind of see as the, the light kind of trails off to where you finally can't see it anymore yeah uh, I was wondering how it was uh, going out I'll motion to, to Horace and make the like crossbow motion and aim upward Oh, uh, another mix. light shot upward? Uh, thumbs up. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Uh, this is... So, yeah, let me just, let me just mark off how many light shots I've used. Uh, I'll have one more after this, after I shoot this up. This is what they were made for. <laughs> so are you shooting it straight up, or are you shooting it to, like, go across? Cross the 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 waterfall to kind of see how far it is. I guess. Uh, Vance, which do you, I'm just gonna gesture to Vance like straight up or like over to the over in an angle kind of thing. Uh, I think you can make it in a. I'll I'll make a parabola motion with my hand. Why not both? You can get like a high angled parabola. Yeah, I that okay, Ryan? Okay, that's fine. So you yeah. Whoop, and as you shoot it, um, the the stone strikes the ceiling because the ceiling's actually not all that high. Um, okay, well, there we go. And and it dunk and it hits the ceiling and then falls into the waterfall about you know uh, maybe 40, 50 yards out, um, and then washes down you know that. But you still haven't seen the other side. Then I'm just gonna shoot my last one directly across. Okay. Well, hold on a sec. Oh. I'll make a, a hold on motion. Um, we're on a ledge. It doesn't. There isn't like a ring around this chamber where we can follow the ledge and see where it leads. It just cuts off here. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um. Drug. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, well, yeah, I don't really have anything else that I could use. I'm just going to shoot my last light shot off, uh, like directly forward to see if it, uh, how far it is. Um, you shoot it and it goes roughly like 200 yards or whatever it is that it, it, it goes roughly. Um, out into the distance and it lands on probably, you know, something like solid ground about 200 yards out. You can kind of see the area around it. It looks cave-like. It looks like it's the bank of a, of like a river. How in the hell is this like not caved in by now with it being this large? Give it another thousand years, man. It'll get there. 
Could Arnie try to uh, fly across and maybe scout around with his night vision? You you don't have you don't have perfect night vision anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you don't have perfect dark vision anymore. Could Arnie fly around and uh You can't fly, Arnie, you can only levitate. Well Yeah. But if you will stop at some point and you will not be able to get back. No, there's a roof, there's a ceiling. You could oh, theoretically yeah. just levitate to the bottom, Arnie, if you wanted. It would take or a lot you, of walls. It would take you about a minute to descend the entire the entire distance. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Arnie will be like uh Arnie can't He'll try to tap him. He'll he'll tap everybody on the shoulder before he goes down to make sure they has the attention of the crew. Okay. okay. Everyone feels a tap and then that's it. So well, they should be able to see Arnie's light source descending, right? There's like a, a glow in oh, the yeah. air if he takes it out. That is true. So Arnie, you start descending like a little glowing poof sprite. Um, you get to the bottom and um, like I said, it's the bottom of a waterfall. There's a lot of rocky kind of area. Um, but when you're looking behind the waterfall, um, there appears to be a, a sump. And the sump could theoretically be an exit out of this cavern. Hmm. We'd, have to, we'd have to swim and hold our breath. I've seen this movie. Could I try to see a little further into the water and maybe see the bottom? Uh, yeah, I'm talking the sump isn't all that deep. The sump is probably... I'm talking you can stand in the sump at where you're at, and it's like chest deep. The thing is, like, to go underwater to get into the actual cavern portion, it's only probably maybe three or four feet high, but it's completely underwater. So it's not deep, but there's, there's, you know, you don't know where the next pocket of air is. And we don't know if it's uh, big enough for us to go through. Okay. Well, further in. Yeah, I'll go up top and say, well, no, is well, there was, there was a uh, further you can't say anything because like, it's so loud that people can't hear you. Are there any dry surfaces? Down on the bottom? And Well, where we are up at the top. I'm talking dry is a relative term. I'm talking there's places that are not soaking wet, but, there, you know, it's a waterfall, so there's, like, mist everywhere. So everything's got a little bit of dampness. Wouldn't we be able to see... The uh, invisibleness, like the pocket of empty space in the mist. I'm talking, yeah, but that doesn't really help. My my point is, so we Vance can use a, a portion of his cloak to like dry off a chunk of the stone that is out of the spray of the waterfall, and he has he has chalk. He just write on the wall. Yeah, yeah, that that'll um, work. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, you can write long um, enough, like that you can yeah. see something. Um, with the chalk, in essence. So, um, are you going to give him the deets, Arnie? Uh, yes, I will. 
So he tells you basically that there's a sump down there that looks to be the exit. Um, so two things. I know that Arnie cannot lift people magically in an upward fashion, but if somebody climbs on Arnie's back, is like the levitation force sufficient to slow their descent so he can be a down elevator? No, the I'm talking the way the boots read is they will carry you and your gear, but not you and another person. Isn't well, isn't like gear can't gear get up to almost the weight of a person? I'm no. talking theoretically <laughs> gear. The, the most you can wear get without being unencumbered is what is it? 160 pounds. Not a lot of y'all are. With your gear, are 160 pounds. Well, can't we just take all of our gear off? You're still not 160 pounds. Ah, uh, yeah, but pounds. the dwarves are. The dwarves are. They're very, they're very dense. They're very dense. Uh, dwarves weigh yeah. a lot. Dwarves are like four, four and a half feet, but they weigh like 200 pounds. Oh, that's okay. all in the beard, man. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> beard and muscle. So pretty much the only person Arnie could carry is Vance. Nice. And I'm not even. I'm gonna set the precedent that he can't carry yeah, people. Probably not. Yeah. That that people uh, are not a thing. That's not what the boots are intended for. Well, my my hope was that they would just like, you know, be overpowered and like kind of slow you down enough, but uh, alas. Um. Maybe if it was like. 20 feet, but you're talking 100 feet. You have a lot of time to, to reach critical velocity. That's okay. Well, I'm trying to, trying to think outside the outside the loot chart here. Um, and then we get to the bottom. We don't have a, you know water breathing power regardless. Uh. Well, we do have water skins, which can be emptied. And blown full of air and corked to get your like one extra breath down there. Mm -hmm. um, so we could give that a shot and then just refill it from the, the water source here. Yeah. If somebody uh, would like to, I don't know, Arnie, you want to give it a shot and see if you can kind of give it a, real, a little swim with one extra breath, or we can give you, you know, one or two of our water skins so you can get an extra breath while you're down there. Uh, that way we yeah, can. Let's, let's do that. And um, here we're writing this down, right? And let's do that. And uh, let's do one pull for how many water skins I need. To go well, so... Let's tie a rope. Sorry, I forget. I, I forgot to say that. Let's tie uh, a rope to Arnie and see how far it goes. You'd be going down there alone, Arnie. Because mm. they, they yeah. haven't figured out a way down yet. Yeah. I would ask for rope as well. All, you, all the rope you want, buddy. Uh. I, you know, you know, I just realized now, now that Arnie, uh, now that Arnie doesn't have a uh, careless whisper anymore, we can't do the dark shot strategy. It's probably for the best. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, we we have hundreds of feet of rope. Um, we this can may be a one way trip as well. Like it may be like a a water pump. Just down. Push 
Yeah. Mm. That is a very good point. Um, well, my, my thinking was that you could go and poke your head in and see if, if it's even worth us for, for us to descend before we all jump down there, but that may be putting Arnie at undue risk so that the rest of us don't have to get wet, which normally I'd be okay with, but... <laughs> um, I don't know, what do you guys think? I, I feel like this is our this is our most likely path forward, is what it seems like. Yeah. The, like, uh, all the water's going somewhere. There yeah. is a way you could try to go up. That's true. My, I was wondering, I wonder, so like when we were headed this way and we met uh, the Gnomish merchant guy, there was a, a waterfall that like flowed down randomly. I wonder if there's like the mountain could be riddled with these holes and that mm -hmm. this could lead us to the surface. Uh, you could, you could Arnie elevator up and poke your head out. Take a look. That would be valuable to know at the very least. I will do that, yes. I will go and uh, see what is at the top. So yes. you, you start, like, moving up. It, it looks to be just cavern. There there doesn't appear to be kind of an exit um, for the direction that you're you're headed. You know, there, there doesn't seem to be any way out, like, going up. Worth a shot. So there's no there's no like rest spots or other ledges beneath this one between where we are and the floor of the cave. I'm talking it's just gonna, 100 feet down. They're going to be pretty slippery. Um, you might be able to rest, but it, it's going to be kind of slick. Just trying to think of how we can do this without just all right, guys, climb down 100 feet. Good luck. Climb back up 100 feet. Good luck. Um. I got that is useful. Tie some ropes together. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Like, we have enough rope to to do it. Um, guys, guys, uh, I have an idea. It's a bad idea, but it's an idea. Do it. What's up? So, you know how the boots can carry a person and their gear, right? Well, what if we just tie a rope around Arnie, have him go down. When he gets down there, make sure everything's safe. He undoes the rope puts on the, puts, like, ties the boots to the rope, pulls on it, we oh. bring up the rope, put the boots on one of a, us again, and we just do a ferry system. That's actually a super good idea. That is a really good idea. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. That, um, that seems reasonable. It, it'll be time-consuming, but reasonable. Because um, it takes a minute to go down, Theoretically, it'll take about a minute to roughly pull the boots back up. So it's like two minutes a person. You've got so it'll take you about twenty minutes, give or take. It probably thirty because there'll be a little bit of time in between to to get boots on and stuff like that. But that seems reasonable. Is that this is like one of those stupid Reader's Digest puzzles? Good, good looking out, Gage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that that's a very clever idea. 
Um, so yes, very good use of the item. And you are able to descend with no problems. So Nice. You are, <laughs> no, you are now at the, the sump. Um, and uh, it is, it's there. And it appears to be kind of the way out. Basically, it's a pool um, that's behind the, the waterfall. And yeah. by the way, this water is like icy cold, like very, very nice. cold, like 40 degree cold. Um, it's a pool of water and then the pool of water leads under a wall. Like there's a there's a hole basically in the wall and you would have to theoretically uh, swim through it. So my suggestion would be uh, we will find another dry place to chop. <laughs> um, I would suggest that so whoever has the best combination or probably strength and constitution would be the strongest swimmer who can hold their breath the longest, I would imagine. Um, and then I think that uh, Eric is 100% right and rope around the waist, you know, two tugs, pull my ass back kind of situation. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, it, who's gonna go? Like, that that's the thing. I have terrible constitution, so, you know. I would suggest, oh, sorry. Uh, um, either, uh, you know, maybe Thondon uh, is pretty oh. strong and pretty tough, I would think. Not to sure, volunteer you for death there, Chris, but... No, I don't mind. <laughs> All right. I would I would suggest you like put down your plate before you go. <laughs> well, could could one of the uh, like one of our crew go? Like could have could Brith or we're we're not sending them out. They have much worse overall stats, I think. Yeah. To be like super meta about it, but Thondon is known far and wide for the strength of his lungs. I assume. I also, why don't eyes. why don't we again boots? We just put the boots on someone, have them like put their little tootsies in the water, and the force of the current just starts pulling them along. We have a rope on them; we can pull them back if we need to. Do the levitation boots work like that in liquid? Ryan, are they negate? No, they wouldn't. Okay, that's not how it. In either way, you're going into a tunnel that's completely full of water. Oh, oh, okay. I think you're missing that. Like you're gonna have to go. Yeah, I miss, I, I definitely missed that part of it. So, all right. So, Fonda gets himself worked up, like doing some breathing exercises, some to get that <laughs> air in the lungs. Um, and we'll, you we'll give him a couple of water skins, I think, to get an extra breath if it's an emergency. Okay, and you take a breath and you go. Um, it is butt ass cold. Like, it is so freaking cold. Very, very, very cold. Um, as you're going down there, um, you realize that there are some places that you can get breaths. 
Um, a lot of them are not very big. They're like literally the size of a man's head. So you can kind of come up, take a breath, and then boom, you're, you're going to go back through because this thing is pretty long. Um, you definitely get to the extent of your rope um, and you run out of that and it's still going. Uh, we need to pull him back then. Well, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for two tugs. Yeah, I guess uh, if I can't go any further, yeah, I don't really want to drown. So you could theoretically go further, but the rope's gonna—you're not gonna have the rope security, is what I'm saying. Like you're at your 50 feet at this point. It's suicide. Uh, yeah, I'll tug the rope. So it's not, it's not necessarily suicide. It's just the tunnel goes along farther. You don't know how many breathing spots there are. So far, there's been a couple breathing spots that you can do. Uh, the biggest thing is just it, it's really cold, like really, really cold. Drown and have hypothermia. Great. Good combo. <laughs> I'll just come back to the group then because 50 feet, I mean, it's a long ways. So I, I assume he'll tell you like there's there's places to breathe, but it's it goes on for a while. Is it does it does it ascend? Does this cavern ascend or descend? It's going down kind of at a sloped angle, um, like an ever so sloped like kind of trajectory. Is there a, a dry spot that we can? Like, so the, the, there's a cave behind the waterfall that has this sump in it, right? Is there enough of a ledge around it that maybe we can get a... I guess there's no wood down here for a fire. Um, damn. Well, well, hold on a minute. Hold on. I think I have something. I have everything in here, so I should have something for a fire. Uh... Ah, that that's actually surprising. I don't have anything for a fire. I have all kinds of things to start a fire. I mean, if we want to throw my wooden tools in there, like my my uh my sledgehammer and stuff. So, but uh. Yeah, Rimple kind of look good. around at y'all and like point at the water, like, and kind of give you a shrug, like, "Are we going? What are we doing?" So here, here is my ridiculous suggestion. We have this decanter of endless water thing that, like, is a fire hose when you uncork it. Essentially, uh, if you're brave, you can hold on to it like a rocket. <laughs> but true. we don't know the word to start it or stop it. Just uncork it. Wait, all we need to do is uncork it and cork it again? Mm -hmm. uh, well, if that would only work for one person, then we couldn't really pass it back and forth like we did. I mean... We could! <laughs> we just need more than 50 feet of rope. Well, we have hundreds of feet of rope. We just need to tie several of them together. So, I mean, if we want to... Yeah. Uh, again, not to... to 
put Borthon into the, the dim in the dark here, but we can put 500 feet of rope together. That's within our ability right now. And uh, if it's longer than that, then... Well. How about we just do 100 for the time being? Just so oh, that, like... Like, we don't want to have to do this a third time. The guy's, you know, having to swim enough and it's cold and all that. Yeah, but, like, if we give him 500, he can't very well tug on it. Sure can he can. He? You just keep it, you keep it rolled up in a coil as you, as you dole it out. Uh, all right. Yeah, sure, why not? I, I mean, Thondon, you okay with it? That's the real question. Muted. We hear you now. I assume he's okay yeah, with her. Okay. So you give him 500 feet of rope and he goes back in. So Thondon, like, you end up, like, holding your breath and, like, going in and, like, you're moving and moving and moving and going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then you get to a point where you're still chest high chest in the water, but at about maybe maybe 400 feet you're chest high in the water but you have room to breathe and now you're just kind of wading through water and continuing down this like sump um cool. and so now uh so, i'll just like pull i don't know i got i guess we didn't go over like the different pulls you can do on a rope but i'll be like yeah it's okay yeah okay or whatever four pulls means it's okay we all yeah, yeah four pulls then So, Bonded, you're going to go first, is that is that correct? Sure. You okay. took your plate with you, right? Or did you leave it? I just say you took so. his stuff. Okay. Um, I yeah, need onward in order, then, I guess. Roll three constitution checks um, at negative four. I'm sorry, plus, I guess it's a plus four, but I think the, the thing does the, the right... Does the radius what plus four or negative four theoretically it should be a plus four but i'm gonna see how it rolls i think it's a negative four one oh oh yeah it's a plus four yep so Jeez. Uh, oh there's three <laughs> supposed to be easier or harder it's supposed to be harder okay so that is correct then that is correct all right um Damn. who's going next i just need to know. failed all of them oh looks uh, like looks like grum on my list i don't know grum uh -huh. um so uh i'll roll for grum here real quick grum does not get any penalty Wait, why doesn't Grum get? Oh, he doesn't have armor on. Okay. He does. He didn't bring his armor. Oh, uh, he, he doesn't. His, his sweet effing belt. <laughs> okay. So Grum makes it through. And uh, who's next? Yeah. You know what? Um. I left my chemical warming pack back in the lab. Sorry, guys. Arnie, are you going? Uh, yeah, Arnie can go. Are you taking any precautions? 
Um, taking off my chainmail, I guess. Okay. Go ahead and make uh, four constitution rolls. Or three constitution rolls. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So, you come out the other side, Arnie, and you see Grum. Um, he's stripped. Um, whatchamacallit? Um, Thondon, buck naked, basically. And he is cradling him, like, and holding him. And he, as he sees your, like, form move through the, the water, um, you'll hear him, like, say something akin to, like, get over here and get your clothes <laughs> off. <laughs> and Yeah, I'll get over there and get my clothes off, try to get him warm. Yeah, and Thondon is passed out. Like, he's going into, like, hyper, hyper, um, what is it? Hyperthermic shock. Yeah, I'll try to hold him upside down. Get all the water out of his lungs and hug him with my bare skin. Okay. Who's next? Uh, here we go. Um, Vance has his, his mithril chain, but that doesn't impede his movement in any way, correct? Yes, but it's about, um, what is it? The temperature. That's what the armor right. actually. I guess the 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 it will certainly conduct cold. So he will he will gingerly pack it away in his oil cloth. Uh, do some light calisthenics to get the blood flowing before going in there. Uh, probably have a quick smoke, get a little a little hot air into the lungs for buoyancy, uh, and, and give it his best shot. All right, go ahead. Oh, come on, man. Your hands and feet start feeling numb. Working it out. Working it out. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Not doing so great. Your legs doing feel numb. You can only float now with the with the current, so you're just floating because you're, like, so frozen. Um. So I have the, the power of a, like, a flame charm, the ignite... Charm. I don't suppose there's a way that I could like internalize the heat rather than externalizing it through flame, but to channel the 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 power of, of warmth through my body. You could theoretically just like flash um, warm the water around you. That would be fine with me. So yes, if you want to roll your charm to, to try to, to do it, I'm cool with that. Here to shop. Give me that too. Yes. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to negate that last fail. So your hands and feet are still freezing, but you're able to move. I like it. All right, last one. I should have a better than 50% yeah. hand on this. Yeah. yeah! Not instant death. So you pop out the end, and you see Grum, like, holding Thondon, um, and they're... There seems to be like a, an indentation of an invisible person on the other side. <laughs> it's for the best, really. We don't want to see this. <laughs> um, here is what I would like to try to assist my 
or fallen comrades here. Um, we do have the uh, pouch of Boggy Bottom Special, uh, which I is ta- you know tucked away, waterproof with the rest of Vance's most precious possessions. I'm wondering if the uh, smoke cloud that emerges from uh, from these cigarettes also happens to be you know warm and dry, like a, a heavily scented tobacco. Um, not the best, but you do have like lamp oil. Lamp oil, when you just pour it on a spot, burns for a turn, which is 10 minutes. So I'm talking you could burn a lot of lamp oil in a spot and and produce some heat if you wanted. That sounds like a recipe for a flaming river disaster. Well, Um, you're out of the river at this point at the end. Oh, okay. This is... Um, in that case, certainly yes. We have we have a big pile of lamp oil. Uh, if there is an indentation in the rock, uh, you know, a little a little bowl where we could yeah. squish the water out and collect the oil in such a way to contain it, um, then I think that would be a very good idea. Thank yeah. you, voice in my head. Yeah, your character is reasonable enough to go like we can just pour some oil and get something going here. Um, and Horace, you're the last one. Uh, Ryan, I have a question. If I douse myself in oil and light myself uh, on fire, will it increase my body heat? Uh, yes. With my fire protection ring. Oh, with your fire protection ring. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. So that I can, like, have an increased body temp when I go into the water? Correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna douse myself with all three of my oil flasks. Okay. And just light myself up. Like okay. Greco-Roman wrestling. <laughs> and then once I'm sufficiently hot, just jump in and start going for it. Alright. Um, that's the thing. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to negate one of your, your rolls, but you still got to do two. Okay. And you're at the plus four because you're in armor. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. It's the sizzle and crack as you plunge the hot metal so into the cold water. Oh, it's con roll. Oh, dear lord. Okay. You wanna, do you want to grab my armor and uh, bring it with you and maybe get like a plus five or six? Just go <laughs> full board. Oh, yeah, that, that, that would definitely fail. You're good. You're good. Yeah, one more. Look at that. Ooh, Look at that warm man. Uh, hey Ryan, can I can I roll again just to see if uh, if uh, you roll one more time? Yeah, I need three checks. Ah, okay. Oh wait, no, you're, there's your two. Okay, you're done. So yeah, yeah. Your, your hands and feet are a little bit numb, but other than that, like you come out pretty good. So I mean, I'm, gonna... I'm just asking if I can like roll again and see if I would have succeeded instead of yes, if you fail. Hit, if you want to hit the button, you definitely can. So that I can see if like instead of just negating one, it would be that 14 that gets wiped off. Yeah. Ooh, Ryan. Yep. Am I am I perfectly fine? Like, does that fourteen get wiped off, or no? You, you, I, you said you oh. wanted to do it just to see, but yeah. Uh, Your hands and feet are a little cold. 
They're okay. not local. They're they're really cold, but they're they're no permanent damage. So, <clears throat> y'all are at the end basically of this uh, this hallway or this this like uh, sump basically that leads into um, a cavern. Which big surprise! Playing the greatest hits. <laughs> Oh, it's large again. That's that's okay. not good. Let's see. Hold on. So, do me a favor and put your characters over here. Where? Where my little thingies go. Ah, there. Okay. Wait, is that Johan? Uh, you guys want me to control Grum? Yeah, go ahead and pull him out. I so, still unconscious, Brian? No. So I'm gonna assume you guys rest for a little while, get everyone's body heat back up, and come out. Um, Brith will basically say that this is it. This is the entrance, basically, towards the mine. Uh, this is hey. the mine itself, but this is where the entrance is. Um, it's so hard to get to. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little difficult. Is Grum on there or no? Yep, there's Grum. Yeah, that there's Grum. Uh, Brith. Yeah, Brith wasn't on there. Brith isn't there. And then Durham. Liam. And Okay. So, you guys, battered, weary, tired. It is. Um. In game time, it's almost nine o'clock at night. You guys were traveling for since seven a.m. the the previous morning, so you guys are are pretty worn to the bone. And you arrive basically in this area. It's kind of like a a land bridge that takes you to this like uh, what you can't see on the map, but there's like. A set of like mega doors basically that are leading into this mine um and this mine structure so this is kind of where you're at um what would you like to do at this point should i be worried about this guy who's about to eat possibly johan or maybe just a gnome who looks very much like johan so if you take a look both of those uh people um are tied up People, you oh. say. Both of those beings. <laughs> um, so, kind of quick survey of the room. Um, are there, like, footprints? Are there other entrances or exits? It's pretty much what we see on the box here. Pretty much what you see in the box. The exit is over here on the other side. Um, it yeah. What are these? Great gross vents. What's, what's piling out of these guys? This is just random noxious steam basically 
Uh, actually, no, it's not steam. That's probably whatchamacallit, air, water vapor coming up from uh, the the waterfall and the everything like that. And it's just being pushed through some gems and rocks and stuff. Nothing toxic or noxic. Or, you know, anything like that. I'm not, not doing that. So, it's just a cool map. It is a cool map. Uh, well... I guess uh, I will go first, and I will go check out those people. Uh, yeah, okay. I guess I, we got to check for traps and, and the like. <clears throat> okay. So are you just going to move up to them? Sure. Gingerly, but yes. I say I think we ought to I'll move forward as a group. And, yeah, uh, let's move forward as a group. So just um, position yourself by them, um, however you all want. That's fine. Breath will come. I think Grum would be like at the lead, wouldn't he? Um, he would kind of stay away from people. Like he's just here to, oh. to kill shit. Oh, all right. He doesn't talk, like for the most part. He really isn't having a good day, is he? <laughs> He never has a good day. He's a dwarf without honor. His day is always bad. The best day of his life will be when he dies. <laughs> that is that is not fun. Alright, so you managed to make it up there. You see um, you know, this little dude he's got he's, he's whatchamacallit, like um, he's humanoid. He's got two arms, two legs. He's got a giant eyeball in the middle of his chest, and he's got like what looks to be like a like a like an appendage coming out of the top of his head, like just like a like a tentacle almost coming out the top of his head. And he's got like a big smile, but he's like tied up, um, and he's been gagged. And then um, you see your a familiar gnome that's also like tied up and gagged as well. That's uh, sitting there. Johan? Uh now would be a good time to use your illusion rune. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try my illusion rune real quick. Okay. Do I still have the con concussion? You do. Uh Come on, please. Yes, thank God. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Bless Rune and I'm gonna bless uh Uh well I'm I'm gonna like put on the piece of armor that has the rune on it and then I'm gonna cast Tawar War so that I can see through illusions. Okay. Um Johan is definitely sitting there. And the other being is also sitting there. Okay. Let's uh seems Johan clear. Say, yeah. How seems the hell did he get down here? Illusions, yeah. Clearly he knows something that he has not told us. Let's um, just ungag uh, I'm just gonna ungag Johan. We we should cut him loose. Well I mean I, I wanna ungag him in case he's a threat first and then like untie him when we know he's not a threat, you know? 
Huh? Yeah? Then go for it. Yeah, I'm gonna at ungag him and just be like, Why are you here? I, I don't even know. I, I Thank you, my friend. I, 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 I was getting a wee bit um, bored talking to my very um, non-vocal compatriot over here. He, like, looks around. He's, like, nodding his head at everyone. Uh, Let's cut him loose. What? Yeah, uh, what is that? I'm gonna ask. Like, who? What? Who is that? I'm just gonna ask him while, like, I'm uh, cutting the... undoing the rope. I don't really know. He's like... I, I, I like to think that I called him Jerry. <laughs> hey, Jerry. <laughs> And Jerry just gives like two thumbs up, like, hey. hey yo, uh, how, did you, how did you arrive down here? We, I thought we'd left you in the mythical city. Uh, pardon, sir? Didn't didn't we leave? Johan like was in the mythical city with us and was gonna hang out and like he had crap to do there, right? Correct. Yeah, he went to his home in the mythical city. Oh, you know what? So there was a clarification in the chat earlier that, like, the cave collapsed after. Yeah, he got it to collapsed the after. Yeah, so he was just on the other side of the collapse. It's not like a. Okay, I was thinking it was a big conspiracy and he was secretly evil. Sorry. Rewind. Well, he, he looks and he's like, I. You left me? Who yeah, are you? He you... goes, he goes, who are you? Was that not Johan? Wait, hold. Oh no. Uh -oh. I'm sorry. The only person I hear I recognize is Jerry. And Jerry's not saying a thing. Hey. <laughs> like... Uh. You were in Stonehell with us. We saved you. Stone what? Much like we did just now. What stone what? I don't think this is Johan. No, this this is Johan. The other one is this... Johan. Oh, or it's his twin. What's your name, sir? Johan. Johan? You don't have a twin brother, Johan, also? No, no brothers. I got six sisters. All lovely women, except one. Is she named Johan? No. Her name is Johanna. <laughs> how it goes uh well what's uh i don't know what's jerry gotta say seems like a nice enough guy jerry just like looks like there's not a lot of intelligence behind jerry's eyes uh i i'm sorry i he kind of turns his head slightly or chest slightly in the way that a dog looks at you when it's kind of confused but happy <laughs> hey well you oh, guys <laughs> Guys, we left a shape-shifting creature in the Mithril City. You um, met a shape-shifting creature? That's amazing. Most likely, it's it looks like you. It is you. It's uh, me. Yeah. Yo, on your. It's not me because I'm me. Uh, let's uh. I hate to do it to you, buddy, but uh, let's give Johan the old cold iron test, I guess. 
Do you mind? What cold? What do you mean, cold iron? Cold iron, uh, in some mythologies, will reveal the presence of shape-shifting fey creatures and whatnot. Wouldn't wouldn't the illusion uh, eyes uh, also do it? Depends on if it's magic or if it's other stuff. I'm just trying to think of all the tools I have in my little bag here that might be useful. Uh. So you go up to him and he's like, "You're you're not going to stab me with that or anything, are you?" Uh, it's just it's it's like a pouch of cold iron filings. Oh, you know, okay. Just some out into his hand. Maybe. Wait for the sizzle and crack. No sizzle and crack. Okay, I didn't think there would be, but it was worth a shot. Uh, oh, we left a shapeshifter in the Mithril City. Uh, that is my suspicion. Yes, now that that we. Why would the shapeshifter look like me? I've never met the shapeshifter. Uh, I don't know. So, how did you get down here? Don't rightly remember. It's been a while. Where were you? Like, how long do you reckon it's been since you've been home, or in the Mithril City at the very least? Oh, I don't know. What What's the date? Uh, uh, April Jalorf. It's 9 p.m. Yeah, whatever whatever the date is. What is the date, Ryan? In-game, the date is... Hold on. Because, Ryan, it's May 22nd. Uh, that was my second guess. <laughs> so, he'll be like, oh, I don't know. Last time I remember being anywhere besides here... Uh, it's probably been a month, two months, three months? I don't know. He's like, it gets a little fuzzy, but I drink a lot. Uh, fair. Um, well, Johan, um... Oh, you know what? This is easy enough. Um, does he have any of the crap from our adventure? No. Uh, whether it's the gold we cut him in on? No, no. Yeah, no. no. goblin arrows, nothing? Nope. That nothing. scar above his eye from where the orc got him? Nada. Okay. This is a whole other being. Yeah. I don't have, like, identify gnome prepared either, so that's... (laughs) Uh, well, um... We need to figure out a way to get word to the Mithril City that there are those who walk among them who are not what they seem, etc. Uh, hold on. Do I? We don't have anything like that, though. Um, how? It it depends. Um, how? Oh, never mind. That won't work. I had an idea, but it's stupid. It doesn't work. I changed changed my mind. What was the idea? Well, I thought I had a spell, but I don't. I just have sadness and disappointment. Um, let's see here. Roll, um, let's see, Vance, roll a d6 for the party. Come do it. Oh, dear. It's bad. Go high. Please go high. Please, <laughs> unless, unless God, go bad. high. <laughs> okay. Oh, you went high. High's actually good in this. Um, yeah. So... Off to the side over here, you see basically 
like three creatures that basically fly up from underneath this like cavern. They look like they're just flying cloaks uh, with like manta ray basically on the bottom of them. And they're making their way towards uh, you three. Uh, well, they're making your way towards the party. Um, Friends, crossbows. Oh, oh, that, that but, isn't. Oh. But now we need to roll initiative uh, because you weren't surprised, but you could still lose initiative. So um, we will start with uh, Thondon. Thondon, roll initiative for the party. Okay. Defense positions, boys. <laughs> we don't win. <laughs> no, they a little win. Bit. All right. So they are swooping in. So we'll go there, go there, and go there. All right. So tough being so tasty. Each one of you, um, Thawned in advance. Roll a um, a dot or you know an, an armor class roll. Roll d twenty. Hey Ryan, is there anything like illusion magic about them? Um, I don't know. Is there? I mean, since I'm looking at them, you like can, you can spend the round deciding to disbelieve if they're real or not. So. Yes, is illusion piercing rune thing yeah this is his point uh, yeah oh is it oh if it's an since it's already on uh no they are very real they're very tangible. Okay. um so they're they're very much here in the moment yeah because this thing lasts for 10 rounds so oh, that's nice all right So this one wraps up um, Thondon, and he wraps him up very tight. But he's actually in the square with with Thondon. This one wraps up Vance, and this one wraps up the back here. So, um, so Vance's AC is two. Yeah, they they roll really good. Um, bitch. Chris, what's your AC? One. Alright, so you will take three points of damage as it wraps you up, and it wraps you up tight and like your arms are clamped by your side. Um, Vance, you will take four points of damage. Sound like a bee sting. And the dwarf in the back will take will take nine points of damage. Oh. And all three of them are wrapped up, basically, in, like, you know, tight in these cloaks. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to move your tokens over here, and I'm going to put the, the creatures where they are. Uh, guys, I can't do anything about this. Uh bash the shit out of them? I don't know. <laughs> no, they're cloaks. If I bash one, it'll bash the person underneath. Yeah. But I like to think that it'll primarily bash them and it'll be like a nice, like, it, me having a pillow and you punching me in the stomach. It hurts the pillow, I hope. <laughs> so basically, well, what, what they do is they have um, lamprey mouths and then they wrap you up and then you just feel them, 
like biting into like your stomach area and the mouth is moving around looking for bits of flesh and ripping it off as you're wrapped up the three my people, sandwich the three people that are wrapped up um cannot do anything while you're wrapped up so basically it's everyone else can do something at this point uh who's controlling who's controlling Brett? I'll control him since no one right. has him. But I'll let y'all go first. What do you want to do? Uh, well, since Thondon has the highest AC of everyone who's uh, cloaked up, I think I'm just gonna smack the cloak on Thondon. Okay. Go ahead and attack. With. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Thondon, but I wait. If I do Gore Skull, does it give me? No, it does not give you bonuses. These are not humanoids. Okay. It'll give you a bonus damage against Thondon, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Thondon. Sorry. Uh, no threshold modifier, right? Nope. Hey, there you go. Alright. So it hits, and you're able to, to clunk down on it. Thondon... You take three points of damage. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right, Arnie, what are you doing? Sorry, um, Arnie would like to... Could he go last? He wants to wait and see if any what everybody else is doing. But he wants to, like... He doesn't want to attack yet. He wants to stay invisible for right now. Okay. These two dwarves are going to move up and they're going to make some attacks. First, the one on their friend. They're going to kill their friend, aren't they? Don't know, but they missed. So they missed twice. Okay. These things have really harder, like hard bodies, basically, around the back. They, they are not the easiest thing to hit. So... You know what? Uh, yeah, I, I I have an idea, and I don't know if Grum would have this idea. So Grum's just gonna run and attack. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, that's what he does. So Brith is oh. gonna go up to the one that's on Thond, and he's gonna try hitting it. He will. Um, Thondon, you're going to take three more points of damage. Uh, yeah, I think Grum is just going to rush up and, Uh, targets. He cannot attack two different targets. He can pretty oh, much just right. attack the one. Uh, hey, Vance. Uh, sorry about this. I, uh, would recommend against this course of action. 
Uh. Yeah, let me. Actually, I think he's just gonna attack the one that's on Thondon because, okay. uh, you know. So. So he'll hit with the first one, but he will miss with the second one. So, uh, you take three more. Fire. Fire potions. Please, for me. Uh, I was just gonna suggest we rip them off. It works too. Manhandle them. Use, use maximum strength and just tear them in half. They're like hey, big, sheets of, big sheets of paper. Hey, Arnie, that's your area. So, Arnie, you're, of the, expertise. you're the only one that's left. Wrestling. That's Arnie's specialty. You gonna do something, Arnie? Uh, yeah, if I can, I'll go and grab him, rip him off, or try to. All right, you're gonna try to to pull him off of Vance. Yes. Okay. Tear him in half like a wet paper towel, Arnie. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm ripping off those wings. <laughs> so like a this phone thing, book. this thing's like a uh, you know pure muscle. So it We're talking about Arnie still, right? We are talking about Arnie still. So <laughs> go ahead and roll. This thing's going to um, have a strength of 15, and so we'll do a, a contested strength roll. So roll your... Jeez, that's a high strength. Yeah, these things are... I'm talking... They're like mana rays. These things are just pure muscle. So we got a 9, so it succeeded. Um, so it's staying... Grab, gripped on. Oh, so that's bad. Can... No. <laughs> so. He slipped. He didn't get a good grip. So you're like just... trying to pull it off and it, it's not doing effort, it. Though. Okay. Uh, new round. Um, the next person... Advance spit his cigarette into the mana ray's eye, blinding him with the cherry and ash and possibly causing him to, to release and panic. Um, you can attempt. Yeah, why not? It's a thing. Bah! Is Arnie visible? No. Yes, Arnie is definitely visible. Go ahead and roll an attack, Vance. That's how we'll rule that. I have no like modifiers of any kind, so just this one. Uh, ka-chow. Ha-ha! <laughs> that is fucking crazy. <laughs> so. <laughs> So Vance's smoking habit actually benefits him. So as the thing's like chomping around, it's got like nasal cavities and you're just able to like take your the cherry like of your cigarette and just like stick it into the thing's nasal cavity. Um, and it squeals in pain. Um, I'm going to make it take one point of damage, but it's going to drop you. Absolutely amazing. So... This one and this one, this round, are dropping the two guys. Oh, wrong. Are dropping them. This guy's still on. He's chomping away on that dude. Uh, But these two are are letting go of the round. Um, Let's roll initiative and we'll see what happens. Vance, go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, Oh, real quick, before, is everyone just attacking? Is everyone doing something is anyone casting a spell? Like, what? what's the deal? moving, certainly. Moving? Retreating so as to not be cloaked again. <laughs> uh. Anyone casting? 
I I'm gonna do something, but it's not particularly an attack. What are you doing? Uh, like I'm gonna try to uh rush over to this one. Yep. And just like take out one of my spikes and try to basically like grab one of the edges and ram the spike through it into the ground, like not hitting the guy inside. Okay. Well, they have tails, a la manta rays, too. You could theoretically try to spike the tail on the ground. Yeah, that's that's something that I would want to try. All right, so we will we will you'll be attempting that, okay? Um, all right, then that's a four for y'all. For me, I got a six. So I go fastest uh, manta rays in the west. Oh so no. So, what's Jerry doing about this? Uh, he's like, he's watching in amazement, like his his eyes really wide, and he's like, ah. Hey. Oh, Jerry. He's new mascot. <laughs> Alright. So, this one here, um, is going to fly around and go to here. This one is going to move over here to easy prey and try to slump onto this one over here. This guy starts making a noise with his mouth. He goes like, as he's like floating there in the air and like these like echoes kind of go through and a wave hits all of you in this area like um so it's gonna hit um are you about to say jerry's on the right lane okay. okay it's gonna hit all of those people everyone needs to make a saving throw versus poison oh he goes like noise starts going through you. Is it a magical effect? Um, yes, this would be a magical effect. So wisdom mod. Um, it's not. A, yeah, I'll give you wisdom mod. You can do your wisdom mod on this. I'm fine with that. All right. Hey. Ooh, baby. Got the that just that is dead on. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Grum, let's see how in the world you can handle that. Oh, okay. He's probably got like a four up. <laughs> Death save. No wisdom. Wisdom mod for him? I don't think he yes. has it. If he he has, has a negative one. Okay, then that is what it is. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, you don't get to uh, lose your honor through making good decisions. That's good. Alright, so all of you feel like nauseous and sick to your stomach, but you're able to keep your lunch down and uh, you're you're not affected. Um, this one over here is going to uh, try to attack this dwarf. <laughs> and he will hit... That dwarf will take 
gotta figure out something here. Let's see. Six points of damage. Hey. And the other one that's still chewing on that guy, he took nine last. Oh, what? What's wrong? Dwarf, and he will take. Is he about to die? He will take six points of damage as well. He's dead. He's not dead. I'm keeping track of his hit points. He's got three left. Wait, don't these guys have fifteen? Yeah, nine plus. Uh, what is it? Nine plus five is fourteen. Oh. He's not dead. Uh, he's, he's just about dead, but he's not dead. He's mostly he's dead. dead. <laughs> really close to dead. All right. Um, y'all's turn. Uh, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do fire real quick, I guess. So which which of the two, the top one or the bottom one, is like the chompiest looking dwarf? Uh, uh, the this one, on, one has health. The one up top has got one hit point left. That guy is screaming in pain uh, because this thing is just is basically just making a blender of his insides. The one on the bottom just got a guy on top of him. Okay. Um, this may be foolhardy, but... Uh, so if I get right up next to the thing, can I coat the ray monster in oil and light it? Um, in such a way as to like make sure it's all on the thing and not on the dwarf. I don't want like a crispy dwarf burrito. Um, yeah, I'm talking. You can, you can, you know, do the best you can. Um, well, the the follow up to that is, do I have a better chance doing it here versus here? Um, yes. So okay. I'll give you. I will do the brave thing. If you're right up next to it, I'm gonna make it its touch AC. Alright, I'm I'll go for it. Faint heart never won fair spellbook. Uh oil flask in it. Ah that cuts a it's a dwarf flambe. So you get oil all over it. Um go ahead and roll damage. It was two that dies in there. Oh. Okay. So, I'm just trying to get it to like release out of a panic uh, reflex that's on fire, like like putting a cigarette out on a tick. It does, so it it will release the guy, but the guy is like burning and dying. Um, he only had one hit point left. He's now down to zero hit points. So smothering him with my cloak, eh? Huh? Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> So he's right at zero. What I'll do is I'll give him a death saving throw. Um, go ahead and roll a d20 for me, Billy. We'll see if, since he's right at zero. Feel the weight of my responsibility. It's pretty good for a dwarf. That's good for a dwarf. Oh. So, he, so he's alive, but he's unconscious. So. Is he still on fire? No, I'm going to say, Billy, you smothered him. Hey, just like my mother. Um, but this guy is still on fire. So, oil plastic. Which guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, the cloaker. Oh, that's all the bravery Vance had in him. <laughs> Good luck, uh, guys. Can I, can I, how, how far do I move? Uh, you can move. Uh, it's four, four right? Okay. Uh, I can move through Thondon's space, right? 
Um, no, you have to move around people. I'm gonna wait for them to move then. Alright, then I've got Bryn. Uh, Bryn's gonna move up to this guy and try to give him the what for. Or Brith, sorry. Oh yeah, he hits. He cracks the thing pretty damn hard. Um, it is not liking that. It looks very close to death. As he basically takes this big adamantium, like, uh, double-handed axe and comes down on it. The Most of, like, what it would be, I guess, a wing um, is split. And the thing is, like, flopping on the ground a little bit as it's trying to get air to, 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 to move. All right. I've got uh, Thondon. I've got... Um... How far does Grum move? Grum actually moves pretty far because he doesn't have armor. Uh, Grum moves uh, eight. Arnie's uh, uh, attacking, but he's going last because he's using a full arm. Uh, he's going. Grum is going to move. Uh, is that is this thing in the air? Yeah, it is, but it's it's low enough on the ground that you can still hit it. Okay, Grum is going to move over to here and just wail on it. Running okay. start, leaping, double axe attack. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's what I like to see. It may be unnatural, but it's still a 20. Okay, so he chop, chop into the thing. And um, it's like he's got like two axes as he pulls it out, and like he screams like ah at the thing, and like blood erupts on him. Um, and yeah, he's he's that's pretty brutal. It's actually his <laughs> primary method of nutrition is he just keeps his mouth open when he attacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I guess the the bile of everything. Yeah. It's an interesting flavor profile, but it does the job. All right, and Thondon. What you doing? Yeah, is, is the the man that that bit me? Is he still alive? He is. He's to the south and almost dead. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Coup de gras, son of a bitch. <laughs> Look over there. I like. There you go. Hey, Grim. Hey, what's your what's diet? Viscera. <laughs> yes. That will not hit. So yes. you're like. Oh, like over there, like, ah! I'm like, I'm gonna get you, you bastard! Alright, and my resident cleric, Horus, what are you doing? Uh, I'm one, two, three, four. And, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stake this thing's tail into the ground, the one that's on this guy. Okay, go ahead and make just a standard attack like you would with your mace. Um, <laughs> like okay. to see so 16 so it is now like uh, screaming um, and it's 
it's trying to squirm its way out basically as it's like it's got this dwarf dude it's gonna let him go it's gonna spit him out in essence to there like and it's trying to like move up and pull its way out of the ground um and then finally arnie uh did it take any damage it did not much because it just got took a stake to the yeah to the to the ground so was it a lot but it's trapped there at the moment Arnie will step up and uh, attack that uh, manta ray with the stake in its tail. Does he get a threshold modifier for it not being able to move very well? Sure, I'll give you a plus two. Nice. Because it, that's its main defense is kind of like dodging, and then like it's got a thick blubber. But um, and he's going in. He's throwing everything he has at this one. Oh, that. Oh, you did like pluses on top of pluses. Yep. Yeah. I did the plus. All right. So that hit. And then that's good. So that hit did. Okay. Not too good of damage, but something. It hit. He has spit the dwarf out and is now getting chopped. That is the main thing. Yep. Arnie was too excited. He was <laughs> used to using Careless Whisper. So. Okay. Um,. All right, so new round coming up. Anyone casting? Everyone fighting? Uh, yes. I think so, yep. yeah. Yep, okay. Initiative. Uh, next person in line is... Oh, I skipped Arnie. Arnie, roll initiative. Oh, no. Arnie likes to hit, but he doesn't like to go first. <laughs> he likes to survey the battle, you know, really get an appreciation for what's yeah, going I mean, on. That really isn't Arnie like, though. Arnie's hitting last regardless. Okay. Um, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Who Unknown D6 is not oh, yeah. a good D6. Oh. This guy's moving away. Um, Fondin, go ahead and take a shot at it as it's running away. You get a plus two to hit. Okay. Does Brith as well? Uh, yeah, you put a plus on it again. Yeah, don't do a plus oh. plus. Just do two. Threshold modifier two. That would have hit, though, wouldn't it have? The uh, 13 plus four. Yeah, that would have hit. Your first one would have hit. I'll give you that one because I can look at the roll. So it only, you don't even, the damage is done. This thing only had one hit point left. I don't know why it's marked as 11, but it only had one. So as it kind of tries to fly away, like you basically split it in half. Yeah, you try to eat me like the back creature from <laughs> Beastmaster died. <laughs> they are, they're, they're, they're kind of like them. Like the things of Beastmaster are cooler. Two. Um, this one's on fire. Go ahead and roll the d8 damage for the fire. Vance. Extra crispy. Oh, damn. So this thing's a little dead. Yeah. Um, it's going to try to run. Um, Vance and Grum can take a shot at it. Vance, if you want to try to stab it. 
Uh, I'll give it, give it the old stibby stab. You got a plus two to hit because it's fleeing. Nice. That's the only way I could possibly do it, so. I just kind okay. of brandish it menacingly. It doesn't really do anything. Grum's turn. <laughs> give, Grum gets one shot at it, so give it give it his primary. That's what I like to see. That hits, and that will kill it. So he buries the hatchet deep in its skull, and he has a problem kind of like getting it out as the thing flops around. So this thing is like caught by the tail. So um, it basically will... I'm going to try to get out of there. Um, it's going to look over at you because you spiked its tail. And it's going to like, it makes this shrieking noise instead of like, woo, woo, woo. Now it's like a ee! And it makes like this scream noise right at you, Horace. Do a saving throw versus uh, paralyzation. Oh, that that's not good. Uh, wisdom mod? Nope. Oh, okay. Yes, baby. All right, so you feel like you're like slowing down, like your whole like chemical process in your body is slowing down to the point that like you were grinding to a halt, and then like you're like no. And, like, you keep, like, pushing through, like, the sonic waves that are coming at you. Um, go ahead and make an attack version, because it, it's almost dead, and it's y'all's round. And so, it's very fitting. Ooh, there you no. go. <laughs> and that will take it down. Okay. Um, blap, blap, blap. You guys got yourselves some Lokerd. Uh, I think I can give uh, uh, the guy that's passed out some healing. You can. That that's the thing. But roll to make sure that you uh, you know, it works. Yeah. And I look at these things and uh, try and figure out what they are. And, like... Ooh, a six. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, he, he's not perfect, but, you know, he's feeling okay. Hey, can we can we strip these things, their blubber and stuff? I'm talking if you want to take the time to do so, yes. yes you and, like, figure out what they are exactly? It is definitely possible. Uh, we can maybe just stack them up and, you know, leave them over here and... We're gonna have to rest anyway, probably, and it seems like, oh, yeah. you know, maybe there's gotta be either further up ahead or perhaps, you know, where the cave-in is, we can get a defensible position to rest, talk to Jerry and, uh, Johanna, see what's going on. This is Johan probably your, your best Mercer place Green. to rest, um, is right outside the gates. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. So you guys can, like, spend the night. It's also close to, like, 9 o'clock at night in game time. It's close right. to 10 o'clock at night, our time. Um, let me see something here. So we never figured out why Johan was tied up, huh? Nope. Uh, 
I think he I think the uh the mimic creature, whatever it was, shapeshifter, uh grabbed him, shoved him down here, blew the whole thing sky high and expected no one to find him. Well, yeah, we did in fact see at least one mimic and the whether they're like advanced enough to turn into people and that sort of thing. And then there's also the supposition that, yeah, like Gabe said, there was an inside job, right? So. But we didn't ask Johan and he didn't tell us. No, we did. We asked him, yeah. we asked him how he got here and he just can't remember. We didn't but ask him how two he got then it's like somebody's been feeding him, right? So there's yeah. some some puzzle pieces that we should think about between now and next week to to try to puzzle it out. Yeah. Uh hey Ryan, while we're while we're like resting here, mm -hmm. uh do you think I could uh like try to strip these things of their blubber and stuff and uh see how they make the uh body killing noise that they do it uh well I, i'll give you the answer is magic so uh. they're, they're 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 flying manta rays so yeah it's got to be some form of magic do they have anything valuable on them that looks cool they something? do that's why i was getting the blubber well because i mean they have treasure and stuff. oh okay i thought i had that's this good for yeah, because like if they if they have a a bit of like the blubber on them, could probably be sold for a fair bit, and it can be used to uh, sweeten dinner. You could probably make some pretty wicked leather goods out of there, it's like manta hide. Ooh, yeah. Uh, give me two seconds. I just gotta. Look up something. Is it bad that I think of everything we kill as like a chance to increase our gear or something? Only when it's humans. <laughs> Alright, so. That's fair. Thankfully, you never thought about that. If you're a magic user, the world is your uh, ingredients list. Well, I could get some really useful sound bile from these manta guys. I hope they didn't damage them too badly. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if if they had, like, a, uh, like, a, uh, magic, like, organ in them that produced the sound, if I could, like, take it out and stuff. Yeah, it's magical materials, dude. That's, uh, that's building stuff guy 101. Heck yeah. Gotta have magic ingredients to make magic cloaks and magic swords. And if I could, like, uh, translate it to a weapon that could do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> so, in your, um, whatchamacallit, uh, taxidermy of these things, you find two pieces of jewelry. Um, you find a set of earrings that, uh, are amethyst and you find um, a uh, like a brooch that basically is gold that has an inset emerald in it 
during the taxidermy process that they probably killed someone and just ate it. Ah. Uh, and it didn't digest. Nice, well, nice. And, the ingredients. Yes. There you go. Calculator. So there was Yeah, so Arnie, do you well do you have that uh evil sword we grabbed off the uh orc chief? I do. I do indeed have that. Popping one evil is, sword for another one. I like it. <laughs> it is called the Open Wound Clan Leader War Axe. No, the sword I mean. Yeah, we had a second thing that was like a. It's on there is mystery sword of blued steel with gold inlay. Unknown. It's. I do. Yeah. It has. Uh, it has like electric soul power stuff. I assumed that was going into the group loot, but okay. Ah. Yes, I'll put that down. Because I think it, you it can hold else. it, right? Arnie yeah, it would. It. Arnie was able to hold it. So everyone, yeah, everyone gets um, four hundred XP. For, uh, for the the cloakers, oh, I'm sorry, 600 XP. My math's wrong. 600, 600. Sorry. Whoa! I am finally in twenty thousands. Nice. Congrats. Nice. I think Arnie had one of the most XP, but then he went on that month-long hiatus. So. Now he's back to ground zero. Not down, back to ground zero. Need what? Well, 2,800. Vance can level up. I need 10,000, yeah. Next level's a big one for Vance, though, so if he can survive a little longer, yep, next we'll be getting into the... Third level spells. Mm -hmm. That includes Fireball. I'm a little more partial to Haste. Haste is really good Dis too. Dispel Magic. Dispel uh, do good. I get a Do I get another spell slot at level six? I I wish I could tell you, but I could never remember the cleric spell chart. So janky. Basic. It's the most It's the most janky thing that has ever been created. Um. I think the next time you get spells is like 6th or 7th level, but you get 4th and 5th at the same level. Um, it's 3rd oh, and 4th at the same the level, I think. 3rd and 4th at the same level, yeah. yeah it's a really I want to say it's at level 6. It, you get a 3rd level and a 4th level spell slot at the same time for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's like they put random numbers there. In the thing. Level six. Oh, level six. I get third and fourth spell slots. Yeah. 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 So, so that's a pretty significant jump. <laughs> yeah. So it, so it becomes interesting. So this this war axe. Could I hold it in one hand? Or no, no. it's a two-handed axe. Um, right. But you can use it. I'm talking as a as a two-handed weapon. So basically, two-handed weapons in my game. They do a D10 damage like your pole arm. They just don't have reach, and they're not slow. Oh, okay. 
All right, thank you. So it's a big old axe, but it's um, Vance already did his once over on it. It's not. Uh, it was not magical. Uh, are any these... yeah, however win it in fair uh, in fair ritual combat against an orc chieftain, which yeah, makes you yeah. the chieftain. Quote unquote fair. It's I mean, definitely totemic in the in the sense that it's got a lot of uh, clout in it. I have it now. So, yeah. All right. I think that's, sports fans. That's us for tonight. Um, hope. So you guys are out of the caves, so we won't have to do none of that cave nonsense anymore. Ryan put us through two weeks of cave nonsense. Um, <laughs> that was going to be longer. The dwarves belong. So, <laughs> The, uh, so we can get back to some dungeon crawling, but yeah, I was like, we got to do a slight detour, and I was like, originally I was planning, I was just like, oh, I'll just have them go into the the dwarf mine. I'm like, eh, let's not make it that easy. Let's let's do some some ex exploration. You said that those were like the least ridiculous Gonzo scenarios that are oh, in that book. Oh man, that book has got so much crazy stuff in it. I'm talking, it's got <laughs> monsters like cancer bears. Um, you know, I, and like, uh, I will say, I'm never making a character that doesn't smoke again. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. saved your life, right? All upside, and you don't end up playing them long enough for them to get cancer anyway. They're just gonna, you know, no downside in D and D. I am assuming that no cancer, cancer's not a thing. You could just cast remove disease, and you're fine. <laughs> you know, it's more likely you're gonna get killed by a tarask than by right. cancer. So. Well, only for the one percent of adventurers who can afford cleric-based health care. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. true. All, right, All right, everybody, guys. I'm out. Take it easy, everybody. Yeah, Thanks again, guys. Really Good run this time. Yeah, it was fun. We all, all right. lived. Bye. Peace. See ya. <laughs>